0: We want to introduce these founders, brands, and businesses to the city they live in, their neighbors, to make sure Atlanta and the brands that call it home can thrive for generations to come. In a culture dominated by technology and constant communication, it's easy to forget that we live in a country filled with natural beauty and adventure. In fact, there are 58 national parks all over the U.S., each presenting a new opportunity for exploration. Today, we're talking to David Yarbrough, one of the founders of America Clothing Company, whose tagline is inspired by adventure. The company is shining a light on some of the great natural wonders of the country and building local and regional pride in those areas with the clothing they produce. This is the story of America Clothing Company. Somebody walks up to you on the street and asks you what you do, what's your answer?
1: I say uh I'm a graphic designer and uh, I founded a company called America Clothing Company and um, I travel to the United States and uh, yeah.
0: yeah yeah give me the uh, the brief you know twenty to thirty second rundown of what America Clothing Company what you guys are right. about if uh, if you know somebody hasn't come across you before
1: so Gotten pretty good at this uh, <laughs> now, now with the store being open. I uh, yeah. like to tell people it's uh, a brand that's inspired by the road trips that I've started going on with my six siblings uh, the summer after my senior year in high school. And mm-hmm. so, on a whim, we just picked up and drove out to the Grand Canyon one summer nice. and we went on five straight road trips um or five summers in a row we went on road trips and saw 48 states wow. and over 30 national parks and so the brand is uh largely inspired by by those travels yeah. and uh, we have a lot of regional designs and national park designs and and we really just try to encourage people to get out there and see those places for themselves and yeah. you know just be proud of where you, where people come from and represent your region and you know um kind of encourage people to make their own adventures and and uh yeah that's what that's what we're all about so yeah. um
0: now six siblings right what's the breakdown ages uh kind of uh brothers sisters what do you got
1: yeah now that I'm on the spot I feel like I'm going <laughs> to to mess it up but um I could just run down the, uh, the names yeah. so they can get a little shout out because they're obviously a big part of how this came about. Sure. Um, oldest sister, Emily, um, she's pregnant. She's about to have her, uh, first child and oh. next month. So Congrats, Uncle that's, Dave, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and then Elizabeth, um, she lives out. They both live out in Boise, Idaho, um, she and her husband and her little niece, Collins, mm-hmm. and I'm third in line. Okay. And then my brother Daniel is a year younger than I am. Then Andrew follows Daniel. Um, Stephen, who lives now, lives out in Boise as well. Okay. Um, and then Anna she's the uh the baby of the group she just uh she graduated high school a year ago and um, gotcha
0: yeah so so what's the age discrepancy from oldest to youngest so the oldest is 30
1: I'm going to get this wrong 32 <laughs> and youngest is uh 19 Okay, gotcha.
0: And you guys all did the, (laughs) all seven of you did the road trips together?
1: So it started off as the uh, oldest four, my two other sisters and Daniel. um, And like I said, it was the summer after my senior year in high school. And I think my Emily and Elizabeth were both um, wanting to do this trip, Mm -hmm. considering it by themselves, and that was kind of... um, not flying i guess with, with the parents <laughs> so uh, so we decided all four of us would take the trip and um yeah we just hopped in my sister's Honda Accord and wow just uh made our first stop in Memphis our grandparents yeah and then uh after that it was just uncharted territory for us we hadn't been hmm. i guess mm, um, past Arkansas. Um and uh so yeah, it's
0: how long ago was trip. the was the first trip? So it's two
1: thousand nine. Two thousand nine. That uh, that's when we made the first trip. And um and then the five summers after that Okay. we continu we just continued the trend and uh That's awesome. I think we added a, a sibling on each time. <laughs> <laughs> so it grew to yeah. the uh the last road trip we went on was all seven of us wow. and we were packed in a uh in a minivan with seven seats <laughs> so it's looking back on it, it's kind of Do you have the luggage, interesting luggage rack on, ta- on top <laughs> did. working nice so it's like how did we get that to work yeah so we had the the and ghost uh storage underneath the seats okay. and the, right. the luggage rack on top and and um yeah No, we made it work, and we actually, on that road trip, moved my oldest sister, Emily, out to Idaho. Okay. That's when she uh, moved out there, so we dropped her off. Gotcha. Um, So, a little bittersweet
0: moment, but... Yeah. um, But, yeah. That's really cool, man. Um, So, you get back from... Is it the first road trip that these things start to stir in your brain of, okay, maybe there's something here that right. you know I can kind of do something with or is it just compounding after road trip after road trip when does the idea start to come for turning that into, into something more
1: so yeah it wasn't, uh, it wasn't after the first one um, so I have a graphic design background mm-hmm. and I kind of just started teaching myself throughout high school the ins and outs and messing around on photoshop and yeah. illustrator Um, So I've always had that kind of background and went to Kennesaw State, didn't really know what I wanted to do, Um, and not even necessarily with graphic design. But um, I think maybe it was the uh, second or third um, road trip that I actually was... um, had started the Kickstarter to you know, jumpstart the brands. Nice. Uh, used the Kickstarter platform, and uh, we were actually in the middle of one of the road trips when it got funded, so that was pretty neat. Um,
0: How big was the Kickstarter?
1: So I was, I was very naive back then, yeah. and um, really didn't know too much of what I was getting myself into which, in a lot of ways, was a good thing. <laughs> sure, because it—I uh, um, wasn't worried about, you know, just starting something on a whim. Yeah. Uh, I asked for thirty-five hundred dollars for the Kickstarter, and uh, I was kind of envisioning that being able to fund screen printing equipment, and that was kind of the first idea. Was I want to screen print yeah. as well I' want to make all of the the shirts in house um, but ended up being once I got into it I was like okay well the Kickstarter basically is enough for me to buy inventory yeah. not equipment um, and actually one of the co-owners Andrew that's when he actually came in was during the Kickstarter and uh, saw the designs that I had put up and um, and the name and he was uh, contacting me. So it was like and wanted to get involved. Yeah. And so um, you didn't know
0: him beforehand.
1: Well, we we knew each other from high school. Okay. Um, gotcha. So yeah, definitely wasn't just a stranger walking up and saying, "Hey, I want to invest in your company," <laughs> but. Um, yeah. But at that point, we were literally nothing, and um, he um, invested some money into the company and not knowing where it was going or if it was even going to go anywhere. Sure. And um, But it ended up being a huge help to, to start with because uh, his his investment was outside of the Kickstarter, and it kind of helped out a lot you you know just get the first inventory in and um
0: well i'm sure for you you too is like a thing where you know you start starting something on your own it's got to be i don't know if if the word is comforting or energizing to have somebody come along right like what you're doing and say hey i want to be a part of this
1: oh yeah for sure that had
0: to be encouraging for you
1: yeah and um one of the reasons I did the Kickstarter in the first place was I didn't know if it was going to be a thing, like if people would catch on right. to it. And uh, I thought the name was good. Uh, I thought I had a good no name, doubt. America Clothing Company. And um, looking back on it, my designs weren't great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know what? I just threw together, I think, eight designs and said, hey, um, this is my. Idea for a company, and really just sent it out to to friends and and family, and uh, yeah, and that's where the initial support came from. Was just uh, a solid ne- network of friends and family that just came through, and uh, you know, really just encouraged me and supported me, and um, yeah, and sure. that's how I got the start. Was the that yeah. measly little. Three thousand, thirty-five hundred dollars. <laughs> Got to start somewhere, man. Gotta <laughs> right. Start somewhere.
0: So, we were talking a little bit before uh, recording. You're a Metro Atlanta guy,
1: right? Gwinnett yeah. County. Gwinnett County, yes. All right. So, uh, I was born and raised in Snellville. Okay. Uh, went where to Shiloh High School. Everybody, somebody. Everybody, somebody in Snellville. Actually, that was one of the first shirts I made a nice. Snellville, Georgia shirt, and it said, uh, "Where everybody's proud to be someone." Be- where everybody's proud to be somebody. They actually changed the uh, they changed the it. slogan. I, th- I think I like the original one better.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm a, if you got any extras of those laying around, you know, I'm just saying.
1: Honestly, I, should, uh, I do, <laughs> and I need to find them. <laughs>
0: no, that's great. Um, so I know you have uh, two co-owners in the business. Right. Um, is it Andrew we talked Andrew. about? And then how did the, the third co-owner come about?
1: So... The third co-owner, his name's Trent, and he, uh, Trent Ivy, and he's been my best friend since I can remember. I think we both, we had kindergarten together, first grade together. Yeah. We started playing baseball together when we were about 10 years old, I think. Wow. And, uh, so we go way back, and he, um, he went to UGA, graduated, and he was, uh, he has a business um, analytics background, yeah. so he was actually working for a while with a company called Fiserv. Um And let me go back a little bit. Yeah. So the first few years of America, it was just myself. Um, Andrew had invested early on and was a great help when I needed him um, going to to him for a few things. But really it really was just a, a side yeah. thing and it was, I was working doing freelance graphic design sure. and, and then I took on a job um, at a signage solutions company. And so for the first, I don't know, four years, it was just kind of getting by and it's, you know, we had the e-commerce store going, the Instagram yeah. running and it was growing. But not at like an incredible pace by any means. It was just growing yeah. naturally, grassroots type deal.
0: So you said it was the second or third road trip that you did the Kickstarter, so like two thousand eleven somewhere.
1: So yeah, it's uh, the company got was found uh, was funded in August of two thousand twelve. Twelve. Okay. Gotcha. Um, that's when the Kickstarter was officially funded. Yeah. And so that's what I typically use as like the founding date, August 3rd. Um, So fast forward, we've grown uh, pretty organically over those four years, five years. And so we actually, Trent and I were roommates at the time. And we were just talking and it was like, if you, he wasn't necessarily loving the the nine to five every day, yeah. and um, saw that the company was growing, and we needed help. <coughs> we needed help to grow the company. It wasn't just gonna get by with um, myself and Andrew going at it. We needed another full time individual, and uh, Trent was interested, and we sat down and had the uh, the hard discussion you know that's uh always difficult you know um with the f- the friendship and the business side yeah. of things but uh he was on board and um we kind of, he kind of at the end of i guess 2016 was when he committed to saying all right well he's gonna quit the the nine to five and and come on full time and um and right after he did that, actually, it was um, pretty crazy. We, it was, there was, um, I don't know if you remember, if, I guess it was at the end of 2016, There's wildfires up in Gatlinburg, Yeah. Um, affected Great Smoky Mountains National Park a little bit, yep. and uh, so we saw that as a company, and one of our things is to try and give back where we can, and, you yeah. know, so we Created a fundraiser for Great Smoky Mountains National Park um, where we donate proceeds of the sticker design that we have and the t shirt and hat designs that we have for the park. And we donate the proceeds to um, the wildfire, uh, to the national parks because of the wildfires right. and everything. Right. So, all of that to say, that kind of went viral. Uh, on Facebook and really kind of put us in front of a lot more people that didn't know about the brands yeah. Yeah. and I think we ended up raising I might get this wrong but um like $6,000 $7,000 to donate to Great Smoky Mountains National Park that's awesome and um but during that time we saw the business grow Growing, just yeah. in a few months and that was like I said right after he had committed to coming on board so it was yeah, kind of like a cool. reassuring thing and um definitely and we were like okay we have something like yeah. we've got the ball rolling and um so that was the beginning of 2017 when he came on and uh yeah he's been a great help and I think um I think all three of us having different strengths and different, come from different backgrounds as far as professionally, um, really helps out, out a lot. No doubt. We've got three different mindsets. Um, Trent's, like I said, an analytical guy. He's okay. uh, He's got that whole thing covered. He's great in the Excel, like whip up a report, you know. For anything basically sure. um, that's very helpful um, Andrew has a software development background oh, so nice. he's been great with and very business savvy as well like he's created his own companies in the past so he knew like you know all the tax information and yeah. all the you know little the things fun stuff all the fun <laughs> stuff that <laughs> yeah. when you're naive coming into it all you don't sure. really know and um i mean that was just a huge help from the get-go just having him on board with um getting those things sorted out for sure so and then myself being a creative mind and um yeah you know doing a lot of the design work and um a lot of the social media stuff photographs what what have you and um Yeah, just the the three different mindsets coming together, I think, separates us from a lot of a lot of the companies out there. You complement one another.
0: That's something we talked about with the guys at Wander too. With their Mm -hmm. four co-owners and like you know design background, customer service background, like uh, logistics and building background. So that's cool. So you have your your three person team at the beginning of 2017, right? You said. And you guys are strictly e-commerce from uh, those first four years of the the business, yeah. right? And, and yeah.
1: So we were um, pretty pretty strictly e-commerce. We've had a few um, stores in the state of Georgia, some you know right outside the state that have picked up our line. So we sure. do some wholesale as well. Um, okay. And so for those first few years it was you know just managing a few of the the retail stores that have carried our line and then uh yeah just really grinding it out on e-commerce and um building a a strong instagram following and facebook following and
0: yeah and we're gonna get there don't worry yeah we'll get there (laughs) um so at what point did you did you come full-time and kind of leave behind the the nine to fiver to yeah. focus to focus 100 percent on america
1: yeah so um i was kind of i kind of went off and on with yeah. a, a job for a couple of years i had quit and then went full time mm-hmm. for on this and and freelance for a while back in 2015 i believe and then um then decided I wanted to go back and wasn't quite ready to to yeah. do the full time with America yet. Uh, so it's kind of just waiting to, for that right moment. And then sure. uh, in 2016, I believe it was um, early on, maybe around March, and I started doing. I finally found a a hat supplier. Okay. I I received the sample in the mail <laughs> and I. Try, been trying to source hats for maybe a couple of years yeah. and uh every time i would get a sample i'd put it on and be like We're that's not it, it. that's yeah. not it it's uh and the fit's very important um uh, i come from a baseball background so i wore hats right a lot growing up and I, it's I'm very picky about the fit and the quality and sure and sure. uh as a business owner i didn't want to bring in a subpar quality but
0: yeah which back, shows by the way man your headline is awesome i appreciate yeah, it that's one of my favorite things about what you guys do for sure thank uh, you but sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no you.
1: no um but so yeah i think it was april or march or april in 2016 finally got that sample in put it on and nobody was at the house at the time but i just like was yelling like yelling in excitement <laughs> because i finally found it That's awesome. um yeah and so yeah i uh ordered the first run of hats and knew that this was uh, this was it this was you could go feel time it. yeah um people started eating up eating the hats up it was just the we got the uh usa tripine logo Okay The outline of the United States and the three trees, yeah um, those were the originals and then the Appalachian Mountain we call it the app cap those Th- those were the original designs yeah. that we we came out with, and uh it's cool. they just started doing really well online um, excuse me no, you're and uh so I knew I finally had the product that I wanted with the hats. We had already been doing the t-shirts yeah. and stickers and a few koozies here and there, but um, but really wanted to get into the hat game. And, yeah, that was the start of it, and that, that was the start of when I really went full-time.
0: Yeah, dove in dove first. In. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. No, that's cool. Uh, so... Like we said, you get your three-person team beginning in 2017. Are the conversations already starting with, between the three of you of, all right, the e-commerce thing is going, but is brick and mortar in our future? When do those, those talks start happening?
1: Yeah, I think it's always been something that's been in the back of my mind, even from day one. Is like, I think it would be pretty cool to have a store, but that's a, that's a lot of work, and, yeah. you know... Um, so yeah, it's I think it's always been a discussion, not very not one that's really had any traction up until pretty recently, honestly. Um, so the idea for the Marietta Square Market came about 2 years ago, I think. It was when the developers first posted or uh, or had an article about it. Yeah. And Andrew actually um, had seen it and was had sent it to me. And didn't really know too much about it. Didn't really look into it very hard. But it was just in the back of our minds. Yeah. Um, and so brick and mortar really wasn't much of a discussion until things really started getting serious with uh, the construction here at Marietta Square Market. And I think we reached out to them and said, hey, um, we're interested. We still know that there's a year out probably sure. from it even being a thing, but um, keep us in mind. And so I think the the real discussion started happening earlier. 2018, uh, when they were trying to get fill the spots in here, and uh, yeah. and it was a hard it was a hard conversation because I mean you look at retail these days, and and that's what and you hear a lot of horror stories, and you you uh, and I personally know a few um, stores that have struggled and just for different reasons, but um, and you always hear that, you know, Amazon's taking over. E-commerce is is the way to go. Yeah. Um, so those discussions between the three of us uh, went on for quite a while. But um, Andrew really was persistent about yeah. wanting to, to have it. And really, after, you know, just hearing him out and and... Looking at things and and just wanting to have a physical presence where we can just yeah talk to our customers and, and space, say hey space of your own yeah yeah and just say hey we're we're local we're um, uh, we're a lot of people don't re- realize that we're local and um, so just having being rooted in a community feels good. Yeah. And yeah, it was.
0: Well, And something we've talked about with a lot of business owners um, on the show so far is just this resurgence of kind of little cities and townships around Atlanta and like the heart of these um, cities just starting to thrive again. So whether that's the Marietta Square, which is just an awesome place, or. Um, you know Duluth or Lawrenceville or Roswell Mm -hmm. or um, you know south of the town like Sonoya or those types of places like being in a place that you can do all these different things all in the same place and kind of live work play all in one area I'm sure you guys have even seen in your short amount of time Mm -hmm. here that um, you know something that's that's attractive for people
1: yeah for sure and that's. kind of what attracted us to this space specifically yeah. was Marietta. I mean, <laughs> Marietta is an awesome place and so much history and yeah. Um honestly, just looking at the s- surrounding area and knowing there's nothing like uh our store in this s- this area kind of just made sense for us. Mm. Um but no, it's it's uh, like you were saying half of our customers are within walking distance That's here awesome. and Marietta yeah. and, uh, Marietta's always been a place that has great um, events and it's been a very walkable city and yeah. um, like I said a rich history and just a cool place to, to hang out and I think um, really starting to see a lot of Younger couples move out here by house <laughs> in Smyrna area and, right. and uh, outside of Marietta. Um, so there's a, a large diversity uh, in the area, yeah. uh, age-wise. You get the ballpark you know, right down the street. You got the here. ballpark that's now. Nice. That, that doesn't hurt. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. Got Kennesaw State Marietta campus mm. um, right down the street as well. Yep so you know just all ages um and yeah it's it's been great just uh just meeting people and being able to just tell the story you know sure um a lot of people walk in and love the designs and then they don't realize we're a local company and, Hmm. and that they're like hey are you a national company a national brand It's like actually yeah <laughs> but but we're from right here we're yeah. from Gwinnett County but uh, moved national up national brand here for running out of this yeah. store <laughs> yeah. in the Marietta exactly. Square Market yeah, yeah. we got yeah. a small space but you know what we're uh, we're local and, and national at the same time
0: it's cool man because it's like a uh, you know a combination of these two sort of generations of small business that you guys have been through of yeah you start out e-commerce like a very 21st century style business and like you kind of build your momentum there and then you know now you're sort of doing it kind of the opposite of the way people used to traditionally do it where you go from national and then you take that success and turn your focus back towards the local market which I think is cool Um, and you know what were your what were your fears and reservations when you guys made the announcement and we're getting ready to open up this this brick and mortar space
1: well really um since we're a three-man team time time and just not being able to do a lot of the things that fill in the hours
0: of the store and exactly and yeah
1: and um a lot of our company is based off of traveling and you know Mm. you see our instagram you see the all the photos we take on our trips and um so we that's been precious to us is our free time and uh you know just the flexibility of being able to work from wherever we can wherever we want. Yeah. on the road, um at home and that was I think a really big part of it was we know this is going to take up a lot of our time now and um so it wasn't necessarily a lot to do with the financial side of things. Mm-hmm. It was it was like, okay, well, now we're gonna have to really plan out our Where do you have to sacrifice? And, yeah. and we're not just gonna be able to say, hey, let's uh, go on a camping trip. <laughs> um, all three of us, like yeah. we did last year. Um, but I think, um, I think we started to realize, like up front, it's gonna be a lot of our mm-hmm. time it's gonna, we're gonna have to sacrifice a lot of time, and uh, once we're able to kind of, you know, hire some
0: people
1: uh, to kind of take the reins here, yeah, that'll open up our free time again, and yeah. uh, you know, I think it's a good sacrifice to uh, to have a space
0: like this. Um, but yeah, how's the how's the reception been? You guess. I guess when we were recording this, Mm -hmm. you've been open, what, just shy of a month? Yeah, it hasn't even
1: been a month yet. Um, So we opened on the 28th of March. Okay. uh, And the the reception's been outstanding. Um, We've been well-received by the locals. um, And, I mean, this this Marietta Square Market's been packed. Uh, So... It's an awesome spot, a lot of great food, yeah, I mean, I'm in trouble because <laughs> I can literally eat for two weeks straight and not yes. have any not have the same thing twice, yeah. but um but no it's it's great we uh like I said, we have all walks of life coming in here, sure. just loving it, and uh we've done some some local gear we've done some marietta designs uh nice yeah i've seen a
0: couple of those on instagram
1: the hot one is it's better in marietta um <laughs> uh, people are just loving that and it is better in marietta we're having a, a good time yeah um, good to know. still trying good to get to get our bearings um, in the retail business and mm-hmm. uh but you know so far it's it's been great um so yeah
0: from a uh, from a design perspective, uh, are you still pretty much the guy that's that's churning on that side of the business, and, and what yeah. we see here in the store uh, is kind of what you spend yeah. a big chunk of your time on.
1: Yeah, it comes in ways, but um, everything you see is is designed by myself. Uh, we actually have, I think, one design that was a user submitted design, um, oh, nice. maybe a couple of years ago, uh, just on a whim uh one of our followers sent us a adirondack design mm. and it was like f- fit our style so well we were like oh well this is a no-brainer we don't have a
0: yeah
1: adirondacks design and um people have been asking for it so yeah we uh agreed to oh, to cool. bring her artwork her name's Kelly. Um, but other than that, yeah, everything you see is uh, designed by myself. And, um, yeah, like I said, it, it comes in waves. So yeah. it's like I'm designing things for uh, the spring line. And I'll go through a few weeks. And um, I will really won't sleep a lot. <laughs> you just, like, get to the point where you're, you're designing things in yeah. your head. You're just in that mode. Yeah. And you have to, like, you know get real inspired and the juices are flowing sure. so um that lasts for about a few weeks at a time yeah and from there it goes into product development mm-hmm. you're having to all right where what am i going to put this on am i gonna put this on a hat
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a t-shirt or just a hat or you know am i going to do a whole line based off of this design mm-hmm. um so it's yeah it's an interesting process because it's yeah. just like design product development, then ordering everything, and you know then once we get the initial order in, we're having to do product uh, photography and yeah. you know get it up on the website and stuff like that so with the with just the three man team it's uh it takes <laughs> it's a process
0: but yeah. um, but uh, no. Yeah. What, what do you kind of try to stick to mm-hmm. from sort of a visual branding standpoint from yeah. this brand you guys creative, uh, created? Actually, first, mm-hmm. America. Yeah. When did it pop into your head, <laughs> and why did it stick as the, the name of your brand?
1: Well, I think it was um, just a real popular thing back like <laughs> in 2012. I just remember, or even probably before that, um I remember hearing a lot of people say just I don't know how it caught on but just using America like yeah. around 4th of July and you know any patriotic holiday yeah. and it's just like um you know just a funny yeah. like kind of amusing play on words and uh Yep. So just knowing that that was like just a popular you know saying um,
0: you rode the wave. I just, yeah. I was
1: like, okay, well, America Clothing, like, is it taken? Like, somebody has to have America something. And um uh, started looking it up. I guess this was back in 2012, right before I did the Kickstarter. And um, I didn't see anything with with the name. So I was like, okay, well. The domain is available. I'm gonna grab that. Nice. I'm gonna go ahead and, and grab the Instagram. Instagram wasn't even um, real big back then hmm. yet. But um, went ahead and grabbed the social media handles, everything. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what what the moment was that said, <laughs> "Hey, America Clothing." But it was just like a culmination yeah. of you know being patriotic myself and. Um, just knowing that that was a popular, sure, popular word at the well, time for so. the <laughs> kind
0: of it fits your brand, you know the right. kind of the message that you're going with pretty, pretty uniquely. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, visually, uh, you know the kind of you guys' hallmark. You talked about the what was the the term you called it for the 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 uh, usa and the tri-pine. tri-pine okay
1: so the How'd tri-pine is the the three trees together which you'll see on pretty much everything that we do yeah. um and that's kind of our you know nike check i yeah. guess you could say yeah uh, and so we're trademarking that that logo but it started as the united states outline with the three trees in the middle
0: mm.
1: and that act the, the three trees actually goes back to like real early on in the company. Um, I had a version of it that was not the same, but it was still three pine trees and uh, just kind of evolved into a more simplified version, um, which once I created it, I was like, okay, this is real simple. Like, yeah. And it can go on a lot of things like and yeah. look good so um yeah kind of just developed into that primary logo sure. the tri-pine oh, yeah. as we call it and uh yeah so we try to keep everything simple mm. um, design wise uh, a lot of use a lot of color um, mm. a lot of designs are pretty colorful um,
0: Well, you have these pretty awesome, like, visual, uh, you know, inspirations with mm -hmm. the national parks and stuff that you kind of are drawing from here. So it's cool how you've sort of incorporated those elements into um, your designs. But Mm -hmm. I I did want to ask you, so, you know, you started with the e-commerce. You now have a brick and mortar. Where do you guys see... America clothing down the line what are your plans for the future kind of benchmark goals that you want to hit you know whether it's five ten years down the line
1: well we um, we want to outgrow this space uh, Mm -hmm. within the first year or two that we're here and um, and really have a more consolidated like headquarters because right now we're still running everything out of our basement from yeah. e-commerce, end of yeah. things, and we're outgrowing that. Um, so we need a sp- bigger space yeah. uh, for warehousing, and so our hope is to you know, outgrow this 525 square foot space and move into a larger space that can be our warehouse, a storefront, and where we work. You know sure um so that's our next thing i think is um finding a a location to where we can you know do all that in one spot set it all up in one spot and um other than that uh i don't think we have like a ton of goals laid out Hmm. um we're just kind of taking it as it comes and uh we do want to get back out on the road and uh do more traveling that's always been one of the main goals for us is to you know use this as a way to see the country
0: more and you know i mean or stay wild stay well exactly yeah and um for those of you listening on the podcast, there's a Stay Wild Neon right behind us in the store here. So Yeah, y'all should come
1: check it out and uh, don't feel f- afraid to take a photo of it because a lot of people have been coming in just like real um, shyly and, you know, <laughs> they're like pull yes. out their phone, kind of hiding it and, you yes. know.
0: Please uh, do that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, but. Cool. um yeah stay wild get out there and you know just live the brand and and that's what we've done well for the first few years and we just don't want to get away from that like this has all come about from road trips and you know just our travels and seeing these places we just want to encourage everybody else to get out there and see it for themselves and see these awesome natural places um and then we want to be able to do it um, ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's honestly that's our main goal is just to, to keep traveling, keep, you know, seeing more of the United States.
0: To learn more about America Clothing Company and their mission, visit AmericaClothing.com or follow them on social media at AmericaClothing. Atlanta Born and Brand is a production of Connect Media. Special thanks go out to Chris Hilliard, Joshua Pruitt, and our families who make it all possible. Stay tuned to the show for more stories from the city's top startups and small businessmen and women. You can do that by subscribing in Apple Podcasts or wherever else you might happen to be listening. If you like the show, we'd really appreciate a review and a rating. And of course, share it with your friends. Keep up with the show on social media. We're at ATLBornBrand on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also like our Atlanta Born & Brand Facebook page. Finally, you can find all the previous episodes of the show on our website, atlborn.com. For Atlanta Born & Brand and Connects Media, I'm Jonathan Hilliard. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all soon.